You're not just telling us what we want to hear. No, sir, no way. Because we just want to hear the truth. Well, then I guess I am telling you what you want to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode four of Dear Gluten Dude, where I answer emails sent to me from the gluten-free and celiac communities regarding a whole range of topics. Today, we're talking about the frustration of a new celiac diagnosis, well-meaning friends and family members who just say the wrong thing, and a future spouse who feels inconvenienced by his wife-to-be's new disease. As always, I got no sponsors here, but I do have a mobile app that I created just for the gluten-free and celiac communities. I promise you it's awesome. Please just check it out at glutendude.app, and now let's head to the inbox. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail. Hey, Gluten Dude. I am partially diagnosed, meaning my numbers were high, but I have to wait four to eight weeks for the biopsy to come back. But they were high enough that the doctor said it's most likely celiac disease. This journey so far has been so frustrating. Hearing well-meaning friends and family members tell me it's healthier and you'll get super fit. And don't worry, there's plenty of gluten-free options out there. Just adds to the frustration. On top of that, I have a fiancé who is supportive until he makes me feel like he has to cook dinner on his cooking nights. Otherwise, I'd have nothing to eat that's safe the next day is very disheartening. While if he doesn't cook, he can just pick something up at any restaurant and eat pasta that'll reheat the next day. Basically, he's supportive until it's an inconvenience to him. I have felt incredibly alone, bitter, and downright angry over this diagnosis. Thank you so much for your website. It's refreshing to have someone finally state how I've been feeling. Yes, it's great to have a diagnosis, but it's overwhelming. Nobody in my life understands the frustration. I've ordered your book, and I'll continue to find support from your website. Thank you again. Wait a minute. Four to eight weeks for the biopsy to come back? Did you get your biopsy taken on Mars? My God, our healthcare system is just freaking awful. Uh, Anyway, look, I I hear you on the frustration, and my God, you are not alone. I have received so many of these types of emails over the years from people just like you. Getting diagnosed is an absolutely overwhelming experience. And you have every right to feel the way you do. Your entire life has been uprooted. Not only do you have to now watch every morsel of food that goes into your mouth, but there's the issue of cross-contamination, the lack of eating out spontaneously, uh, the extra expenses. Am I making you feel any better yet? My point is, while all these things get easier as you adapt to your new life, and they do get easier, I promise, what you're feeling now is real and it's normal. You don't need to explain it to people, and you sure as hell don't need to apologize for it. I have a page on my glutendude.com website titled Advice for the Newly Diagnosed. It's 36 pieces of amazing advice from 36 different people who have been in your shoes. Uh, It's advice that I wish I had heard when I was diagnosed. It sure as hell would have made my transition a lot easier. Um, I'll post the link in the transcript of the podcast on my website and it's also uh, one of the first sections of my book when you do receive it as for your well-meaning friends and family um, i honestly would not be too tough on them they have no idea what you're going through with your new diagnosis and my guess is that they're just trying to be helpful and to be positive Uh, they're failing may i add but at least they're trying 
But man, do we all know that going gluten-free has nothing to do with losing weight or getting fit or any of that garbage. My first year of diagnosis, um, I actually put on 15 pounds. You know why? Well, there's actually two reasons. Um, number one, I was actually absorbing nutrients finally after a year and a half of uh, pretty much starving myself because I wasn't able to absorb any of the good stuff that I was eating and all the poison was getting through. But secondly, when I was diagnosed, I probably did what most of us did. I, I went to the gluten-free aisles in the grocery store and I, I bought gluten-free pizza and gluten-free pasta and gluten-free cookies and gluten-free cakes and blah, 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 blah. You get the message. Um, it's I call them replacement foods, and this is a, a podcast for a whole nother day. Um, but if you're listening out there and you're new, newly diagnosed, stay away from those aisles for the first few months. Let your body heal. Now, as for your fiancé, and I don't want to play marriage counselor here, and it's sure as hell none of my business, but I, I do see a red flag, and, I, and I'm concerned about it. Your fiancé already feels like your very serious autoimmune disease is going to be an inconvenience for him. Now, you're going to have this disease for life. I know it sucks, but your partner has to be on board. Otherwise, the challenge becomes tenfold. I'm not sure what I would have done without Mrs. Dude. I still don't know what I would do without Mrs. Dude to this day. But the day my diagnosis she was more on board than I even was. She immediately scoured the entire house. She went with her amazing mother and my amazing mother-in-law to the store and bought me all new cutting boards and a toaster and all the things that I would need to keep me safe. She designated a place in the kitchen, a counter, two shelves of the fridge, and a whole cabinet just for me. Now, we had two kids at the time who were 12 and 9, who are now 25 and 22. Oh, my God, how time flies. So we were not going to go 100% gluten-free in the household, and that was a choice that we made. But we did keep a safe spot just for me. And as a matter of fact, I remember the day I got home, and I, I was so overwhelmed, like you are now. And I remember telling Mrs. Dude, my lovely wife, Debbie, and I said, look, I know this is serious, but I cannot guarantee that I will conform to this diet 100% of the time. Now, mind you, I just spent over a year of being miserable and making Mrs. Dude's life very difficult. So she gave me a death stare that went right through my eyeballs into my skull that said, don't even think about it. And as always, she was absolutely right. And as a side note, I have never cheated to this day. And of course, I never will cheat. So have a serious talk with your fiance and make sure he is on board before the wedding day comes. And I don't say that lightly, but I know how important this is. And I've gotten lots of emails from spouses who are miserable because their other halves make life so much more difficult for them. I will leave you with one of my favorite quotes about marriage. It says, choose your life's mate carefully. From this one decision will come 90% of all of your happiness or misery. Just something to think about. I wish you a healthy and wonderful celiac journey. You deserve it. 
and any questions, you know where to find me. That's a wrap of episode four of Dear Gluten Dude, and as always, I thank you for listening. If you've got questions about living with celiac disease, send me an email, and I'm more than happy to help. Just head on over to glutendude.com, send me a message, and who knows, it may even become its own podcast episode. And please, do not forget to check out my mobile app over at glutendude.app. Eat safely, save money online, find gluten-free beer, connect with others. If you've got celiac disease, this app will make your life better, I promise. Till next time, my gluten-free friends.